Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blue Flag Podcast. Uh, we have some big news, actually. Uh, Christian McCaffrey might be playing this week, and uh, we're pretty excited, and I'm pretty excited because I have him. Um, he jumped back up to 27 points projected, but I don't think he's going to get that. But I'm still starting him because I'm not starting Miles Sanders. So Yeah. Um, and then we have, what, Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley. Dealing with some family matters, which is kind of weird. So if you have him, make sure you do not start him. <coughs> Lucas, um... And then who else? Um, Chris Carson. Chris Thursday Carson. Thursday night game. Thursday. Out. You oh. won't see this until after Thursday night game. Yes. Uh, that's a game time decision, they said. So yeah. I think um, make sure you guys are paying attention to that with Calvin Ridley. I'm pretty sure he's 100% out. I don't think there's a chance he's playing. So Get that uh, Ola Mead, Zacchaeus, whatever his name is. Yeah. Wide receiver one. Yep. Um, okay, so – uh, our first topic I think we're going to talk about is our buy, sell, and hold for yep. our wide receivers. Getting in that same flow for the week. So. We did quarterbacks, um, and I think I was right on a few. <laughs> I wasn't right about Kirk Cousins last week, but um, the Brian Tannehill in the cell. He was he did okay. Yeah. Um, what else I had in the cell? I had I had Kirk Cousins on a buy. Um, at Stafford. Yeah. Cousins. Did Stafford have a good game? I don't remember. Yeah, he had a decent game. Okay. Yeah, like I, I figured he had at least 20, yeah. Um, but we're going to do wide receivers this time. We kind of always talk about running backs. We're just going to jump to wide receivers. And I'll do mine first. I have um, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, your guy from yep. New England, has been doing really well, getting a lot of targets, getting a lot of volume. Seems to be Mac Jones' favorite target on the field. Um, Mac Jones having his first great game fantasy-wise. Um Against the Bucks, which is kind of, which kind of shocked me. I think it kind of had to do with the weather, um, but he had a great game. I liked the way he looked. Um, Jacoby Myers, did he kind of get scruffed up on a play, and he's um, fine now, right? Yeah, I think he he's left fine the this game week for a few plays. Okay, but. yeah, he I I think he's 100. percent So I would be safe starting him this week, uh, especially. Um, but Jacoby Myers is big on my list right now as someone I would buy, someone that I was on my do not draft list, so I kind of feel like a hypocrite now saying get him because I didn't believe in the New England uh, wide receivers. But um, another person who kind of sh is shocking me now that uh, DJ Chark is out is uh, LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca's been doing decent but had his first great game, and I'm expecting more from him this week. I'm, I think I believe I'm starting him in a league. Uh, in a league. Um, but with DJ Chark out, I expect a lot more volume. I like the way they use him. I think Trevor Lawrence and that offense is starting to become a little bit more um, more consistent. Um, so I would like, if you're going to start someone, LaVisca Chanel is another person I would start or just buy into as a whole. Um, their schedule is pretty easy uh, this year towards the end of the season. So he's someone I would buy into. So who's your buy-in? Uh, my first buy is DJ Moore. Um, he's someone who... I had last year, and so he kind of disappointed me last year, but when I was going to the draft, I was looking at him, I was like, I don't really want him this year. Seeing how he did, Robbie Anderson uh, took over that spot for him last year, but I guess the Sam Darnold change has made him a yeah. completely different receiver, um, and it's changing. He's getting a lot of volume. I think he had back-to-back 12-target -back games, um, so he's looking pretty good to me. Um, another guy is Brandon Cooks. He's another guy I was kind of – everybody's kind of here and there on him. They were either mm -hmm. – you were either all in or you were staying away. Um, but I think he's someone who's – that volume is definitely not going away. They're losing a lot of games, and uh, they definitely need off. to throw the ball a lot. So, 
What do you got for your holds? Um, I got my holds uh, being uh, Marvin Jones. I know he had his first bad week, but I wouldn't be too concerned with his production, I think, with the l limited wide receiver options now that's LaVisca and Marvin Jones. Um, I think they're both going to have big games. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is – I believe Trevor Lawrence is going to have – is going to get better, and they're going to figure things out. Um, he seems to be the leader on that team uh, for the wide receiving group. Um, I think he only had like seven points last game, but all the other games he's been really consistent. So uh, I like his matchup this week. I would start him if you have him at a flex spot. Um, and then my other hold, someone who hasn't been doing well, and that's Brandon Ayuk. I drafted him like probably in the eighth round, so it was kind of early. And um, he's kind of been letting me down, but I'm not discouraged about him yet. I think it's not his fault right now with try them trying to figure out the quarterbacks, them trying to figure out their offense, but as a whole, um, his first game back, uh, week three, he played like 80-something percent of snaps, and he had 13 points. He had a touchdown, four catches, a couple of a few yards, and having 13 points isn't that bad, especially being your first game back healthy, but he also put, played a full game last week and only scored two and a half points, so I'm not discouraged about it. I know Trey Lance came in like sometime during yeah. the game, so it's a it's a bit of a change up. So that kind of affects how you play. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence or not Trey Lance didn't have um, that great of a throwing the ball consistently. Um, I know he had a deep bomb, but other than that, I think he was like around 50% completion percentage. So uh, I would hold on to Mar Brandon Ayuk. Um, a lot of people, if you're trying to trade him, are going to laugh at you. But um, I think when it comes towards the end of the season, he's going to be someone very valuable to your team and a future f good flex option. Uh, your holds? Um, I'm looking at A.J. Brown. Um, he's someone that I drafted out of pure value in a few of my leagues, but I mean, he's been someone he got banged up in week two and week one wasn't very, it was okay. I think he had 14 points and week two he got seven because he left with an injury. Um, so if you're an A.J. Brown fan, um, you're not very happy with him right now, but I don't know if it's time to give up on him just yet. I think he has a higher ceiling. Um, if he does have a big game, I might be tempted to sell him afterwards, seeing as how the, the Tennessee uh, offense can't really stay consistent right now. Um, but he's someone I just you, – you got to hold on. Don't sell low just yet. Um, and I would just keep him for a little while longer at least. Mm -hmm. um, my next guy is C.D. Lamb. He's someone who's been a little bit underperforming. Um, he's – kind of lacking in the uh, he's not that he's not consistent but he's not getting a lot of points yeah he's getting the same the same amount of points pretty much each game but he's not really doing a lot yeah uh, he's getting a lot of volume but it seems like his his ability to make the big plays are is kind of diminishing and Mark Cooper's kind of stealing some stuff from him um, and as well as Dalton Schultz right now who's a guy that's uh, yeah. Been going off a little bit, but I think that uh, Dallas offense, the passing game is a little weird right now. But um, if you're CD Lamb, don't don't let go just yet. Uh, I think he has big things to come. So. I believe that too. Who are you selling? But um, I'm me and you kind of disagree on AJ Brown. I mm -hmm. have him on my sell list, and it's not because I think he's gonna be valuable down the road. I just think it's kind of if you haven't sold him by now, I think you kind of missed the time to sell him at a good price. Selling him right now, would you'd probably not get someone as good, and probably waiting until he has a big game to do so would probably be the best option. Um, but 
I don't like the way and I didn't I was never an AJ Brown fan. I've never had him in any league. I've always tried to stay away from him because I don't like the way they use him. He's kind of like a low volume guy who get makes big plays and if he doesn't make those big plays then you're not getting the points you want and that kind of and catching the ball, he's been having a hard time catching the ball and in traffic and stuff like that. So I Honestly, if you drafted him, I, I would have already sold him, but I would say sell him as fast as you can and don't go too low, um, obviously. It's not worth it if you're not getting someone that's at least going to start on your team. But A.J. Brown, I would sell. Um, holding, not if you're holding him, it's not for that long. You're going to eventually want to sell him anyway. So another player that's been tearing it up that I don't really believe in is um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, I think if you sell him right now, you'll get the most you'll ever get from him and um, get someone who's more consistent and has in the past shown that they can get the ball and get some points. So him ha having his best year so far, if you haven't sold him or you're planning on selling him, do it. Um, I think you can get a really good running back if you're missing one or a very good piece to your team or a few pieces for, for your team to get you over the top. and. Um, if you if you hold them, it's your own risk. But as of right now, if I had him, I'm selling him. I don't have him, but I know a lot of people are, would sell him. But my, if my advice to you would just sell him as soon as you can. So, and then who you got? Um, my first guy uh, kind of bounces off your brand IU point. Um, it's Debo Samuel. It's not that I don't like Debo. Um, I actually have him in a dynasty league, which is the way he's playing right now is a little bit exciting for me, but um, not. Not to say that he's going to keep it up because I feel as if it's not he's not going to be bad at all. But if you're looking for some trade bait, someone who you can sell really high, mm -hmm. um, he's a wide receiver three right now. Um, I don't think that's a spot that he belongs in. But um, I feel as if you wanted to get rid of Debo, this is the perfect time. Um, he'll probably drop down. I, f I feel like he'll probably finish somewhere in that that twenty to ten range for wide receivers. Yeah, but. Um, Definitely not staying where he is right now. Uh, another guy is Marquise Brown. Um, I think that that passing offense has just been so, so inconsistent with who's getting the ball, who's getting the touchdowns. Uh, Marquise Brown doesn't even seem to be able to make a catch lately. Um, I think he dropped two deep balls in a big game that the, the Ravens ended up losing. And I feel as if he has uh, a lot more to prove to be a solidified guy. So he's a wide receiver 13 right now, which is a little bit surprising, someone that I got rid of last year. But um, I think that he he doesn't really deserve to be in that spot either. But um, going from there, what's your uh, sit list? Okay, so we're going to start our next segment, um, and that is our start slash sit list, who we think you guys should sit this week. And uh, we're going to start with our sit. So. My first person, my quarterback this week is Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm not really into Justin Herbert this week, mainly because of what happened to me and Kirk Cousins last week. I started yeah. Kirk Cousins over Lamar. Uh, Lamar didn't do that great, but he had eight more points than Kirk Cousins. So I think the Browns defense is a little bit more intimidating. Um, Herbert, I don't think, is going to reach his projection of 22. I think he either goes in the teens or at in like 20 points, or he gets like – 30 and up. He either has his best game, one of his best games, or one of his worst games. So um, I don't feel safe starting him against the Browns. They, they, they're a really consistent and tough defense to play. And um, what happened to the Vikings last week really discouraged me. Um, so 
he's someone that I wouldn't start this week. Um, and then for my running back, I have Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, who I like and I've been really high on this year, uh, hasn't been performing the way I want him to be to to, to do, but. He's playing the Panthers this week, and they're the third ranked against running backs. So it's like you can't you can't expect him to have that great of a game, and he's only getting back-to-back -back games of like seven rushes. So you're not going to get points with that. And they do use him in the passing game, but unless he scores a touchdown, he's not going to get the points you want him to get. So I, I would try to stay away from Miles Sanders. Um, I I know a few people are picking up Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Um, but other than that, Miles Sanders is someone I would stay away from. Uh, I feel like the team's going to have to pass the ball a lot more to keep up with DJ Moore and um, what's that guy? Sam Darnold. So mm -hmm. I, I, I stay away from Miles Sanders this week. And then um, for my wide receiver, I have Mike Williams. I don't really like this matchup against the Browns. Um, I kind of anticipate. Herbert's bad game. I think Keenan Allen still might have a good game, but I think it's gonna. If Herbert has a bad game, it's gonna trickle down to Mike Evans or Mike Williams not having a great game. So um, he's projected 14 points, maybe 10, I'd say at the most. I I don't really think he's gonna have a big game. I think this would be a game that he could go back to his normal self of three points, five points. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. And yeah. um, like I said, I think you should sell him, but. Um, starting him this week, even though he's projected high, um, I would try not to start. So, uh, and then for my tight end, uh, is Kittle. I have Kittle, but I don't really have any other options. So, I mean, unless you're in the boat of you have like a decent backup, if you don't, try not to start Kittle. Yeah, he's dealing with a calf injury, and he's playing the Cardinals, and they've been really good against tight ends and not letting them get a lot of points. Or I think they're ranked like third. So, yeah. He just hasn't been very consistent, had one good game, and um, he's been letting me down in my dynasty league, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to move him, trying to get something a little bit more consistent um, in my dynasty league, because I think this is my year I can win. <laughs> um, but he had one good game against the Packers, and I think it was like 16 points, but that's not enough for me to feel comfortable starting him against a good defense like the Cardinals. And um, it, it's just a huge risk that if you can try to stream, like get a Jared Cook or a Robert Tanyan, someone on the bench, or even a Mike Jasicki I picked up, yeah. that those are some people that I would try to get over George Kittle. And we'll, we'll talk about my start list, which a few of them already mentioned. But next, we'll, I guess we'll do your sit list. So yeah. who you have sitting this week? Um, the first one is QB. I mean, if you're starting this guy, you probably shouldn't be playing fantasy in the first place. Um, but Big Ben, uh, he really can't seem to figure it out. Uh, the team on offense is completely falling apart. The passing game has not looked good. Um, only a few guys you can really trust, and I, I mean a few guys is really Najee Harris because he gets all the targets. He's getting like nine targets in a few games. and um, A lot of those receivers can't really put it together. Deontay Johnson's one of their good options, but it just seems like Big Ben's not really putting all that together. He's got a few good, uh, few good tools over there, and it seems like they're, he's not really doing anything. Uh, and plus, he's going against that Denver defense, who seems to be uh, one of the best secondaries in the league this year. So I think that's an obvious sit. Um, another guy is Josh Jacobs. If he comes back this week, please don't be the guy who thinks he's going to have a big, a big, big week coming back. Um, he's battling injuries, and touches are being taken from him. Kenyon Drake, um, I know they signed somebody else, mm -hmm. and he's been doing pretty good as well. So, uh, um, What's his name? I can't remember his name. Peyton Pitt Barber. Yeah, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Yeah. 
So he's been doing pretty good, and I feel as if they're not going to rush Josh Jacobs back onto the field for no reason when they have a running back who's doing just as good as he would. Yeah. Um, next guy, I'm, I'm thinking Amari Cooper. Uh, he had that first 31-point game, and then next three weeks Hasn't he's done been anything. like 5-5-5. Five, five, and five, So I'm just staying away from him until he can prove that he'll stay on the field. Um, the offense had a really good game last week without him, and it seemed like they weren't really missing him that much. Wide receivers didn't have a good week for the – Cowboys last week, yeah, all under than Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Tight end and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, and Tony Pollard, I think, yeah. had a good game. But yeah. so and Cooper's been limited in practice all week too. So don't go thinking he's gonna have another good week here. No. Um, last guys I'm thinking is uh, Cameron Brait. Uh, last week everybody thought Gronk is out. He's gonna get a bunch of touches. He's gonna get all these targets. Uh, I think he got a few targets, like five or six. Four. Um, yeah, and we got four. Four catches. And. Um, He's not getting the Gronk touches that you thought. Mike Evans has really taken those. I think he had 12 targets against the Patriots. Yeah. Um, so don't expect Cameron Brayton to come out and score two touchdowns every game like Gronk was. So um, the game's not going to be pass-heavy anyway. Um, playing the Dolphins, the Dolphins are falling apart. Their offense can't keep up. So I feel like it's a Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette type of game. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I think it's just the Brayton, the the bond that Gronk and Brady yeah, have, exactly. and um, and it was raining last week. Yeah, a lot of people were dropping passes. I saw mm-hmm. he he dropped a big third down pass yeah. from what I remember. So, um, yeah, I agree with all your picks. I I don't like any of those guys anyway. Yeah. So, then we're gonna do our our start list. Um, I, this is gonna you're gonna like this one. And I say I think you should start Mac Jones if you can. <laughs> um, if you're if you're hurting that quarterback, I think Mac Jones this week against the Texans is gonna have a great game. Um, they're ranked 25th. He had a good. He had a good. His first good week, fantasy wise. He's had a good games, uh, but fantasy wise, has first good game. I think he had 25 points against the Bucks, and their defense is known to be pretty good. And in, with the weather and stuff, um, he had a pretty good game dealing with the conditions. So, if you're in a two quarterback league and he's on your bench or whatever, and you're having you have like a weak spot or a bad matchup, uh, he's someone that I, w- I would be comfortable starting, um, especially this week. Every team that seems to play the Texans seems to be high scoring, yeah. except for when they played the Bills and they got 40 owed. <laughs> um, but Mac Jones this week I think is a good start. And then uh, for my running back I have Cordell Patterson. I don't even know what's been getting into this guy. I mean he had like 30 plus points this week against um, I forget who he played. Who did he play last week? Yeah. Um, it was Washington I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Washington. He had uh, what two touchdowns, three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so he's back-to-back games of 82 yards and uh, plays running back and wide receiver for the team. So I think you're already he's automatically a flex stop position. Yeah. So I really like him this week, um, and I'm having to start him. So uh, another uh, player that I have for my wide receiver start is uh, Cortland Sutton, um, a sneaky guy that can, I think can get you some points this week with uh, Jerry Judy being out. I think this is his bounce-back game. Um, he didn't have a good game last week, but I think he can come back and – uh, show that he's pretty good, and I think as a whole, them them playing the Steelers and their defense not being that good, I think it's going to be a good game for Cortland Sutton or uh, Tim Patrick, I think is the other one. Yep. So I think you, they're going to have both great games, but I would pick Cortland Sutton over uh, Tim Patrick. Um, but then for my tight end, I have Mike Jasicki playing against my Bucks uh, With Fuller out, I think the, in, the increase in volume is going to be good for him this week. You think he's projected like 10 points this week, but I think he's going to go over that because he's had 18 points and 16 points back-to-back games, and he seems to have more connection with Brissett than he did 
with uh, Tua. Yeah. So, so I, I like this this matchup this week. I actually picked him up, and um, I'm hoping with my Gronk injury, that's mainly why I picked him up, uh, that he can get, get me by this week, and I, I like the matchup. So uh, I know the Bucks aren't good at playing tight ends. We're yeah. like 28th, so yeah. I, I like this matchup. So uh, who, do you, who do you got for your uh, start list? My first guy is Daniel Jones. Uh, he's someone, first two weeks he played great. Um, and then week three, yeah, I actually tried to start him, and that was the week he did bad. Yeah, the week he did bad, and then last week he killed it again. Uh, so I think this week against Dallas, uh, I think week three is kind of like a fluke thing for him. I think he's finally stepping into a uh, like a, a veteran quarterback type of role. Uh, he's able to make good decisions. I think he only has one interception on the season so far. Um, so it's looking pretty good over there in New York. The offense is meshing well. Saquon Barkley had a big game. Someone I was wrong about in my on my sit list last week, man. <laughs> yeah. Kind of blew me out of the water, but um, it's a good game script going against Dallas. It's going to be an offensive game, um, and he's been the QB7 so far, so I'm, uh, I'm looking for him to have a pretty good game this week. Um, another guy is Daryl Henderson. Um, if you're looking for someone who's basically going to guarantee you some points this week, uh, I'm looking at Daryl Henderson. Not saying he has a huge ceiling, um, but he's been averaging 16 points per game and uh, he's the number one option over there at, uh, in L.A. So they have a great matchup against Seattle, and he's got 90% of the snap count in two out of three games, and I think that third game he got banged up. That's when he got injured. Yeah. And Sony then, Michelle came in. Yeah, so I think you got a great matchup with Darren Henderson, and uh, if you got him, I would start him. Um, my next guy, I'm looking at Tyler Lockett. It seems like every time Tyler Lockett and D.K. go up against a, uh, a team with a solidified – Lockdown corner that shadows DK, Tyler Lockett has a big game. It's because they need him um, in that point, and I think Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett have a pretty good chemistry. So it seems like when DK's shadowed, like this week he's going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey. Um, so it leaves Tyler Lockett with a lot of opportunities because they're going to try and stay away from that DK versus Ramsey matchup. Um, they have a great game script with L.A., giving up plenty of points to wide receivers. So I'm, I'm liking this game. Uh, I think there's a lot of fantasy potential in this game. So... If you got Tyra Lockett, I would at least try and fit him in a flex spot somewhere. Um, and then my tight end is Dalton Schultz, someone I talked about a little bit earlier. He's had a great matchup against New York, and he's been getting plenty of opportunities. I think they're, they're finding out who their consistent guys are um, and who they can really count on. So I think Dalton Schultz is stepping into a bigger role for the Dallas offense, and I'm liking the opportunities he's getting. Uh, the Giants haven't been very good against tight ends either, so... I'm um, looking for Schultz to have a pretty good game. I agree to that, and you picked Schultz before I did, and Jasicki was second on my list, but I totally agree with Schultz. I I was going to pick him up this week, but I wasn't ahead of a few people in the waiver, so my second option, Jasicki, came through. So I'm not too upset about not getting Schultz, but I do believe Schultz is going to have a big game. I don't think the, the linebackers for the Giants are that good at Covering tight ends, but they, they have a good that. they have a good sec secondary yeah, with yeah. James um, Bradbury and uh, Logan Ryan, Dory Jackson, yeah. Logan Ryan. Yeah, so secondary. they have a good secondary, but I don't think that's going to come into play, especially the way that they use Darren Schultz. They use him out in the flats. They dump the ball to him. They yeah. get him in some weird, isolated uh, uh, attempts. So he, yeah. he he's going to get a he's going to have a good game, I believe. So if you if you end up if you end up scooping him, feel comfortable starting him. Um, and if you have him on your bench, I would if you have George Kittle. Probably start Schultz, uh, I would say, and then um, uh, we got our pickums, which I was three and five. Three you were two. four and one. Th three and two. You were four and one. Yep. 
Um, so we're going to try to keep track of that. And then we have some interesting games this week. We got Chiefs versus Bills, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, uh, Panthers, Browns, Chargers, 49ers, and Cardinals. So um, I think we, dis- we disagree on the first game. Bills, Chiefs. Yep. Um, I got the Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I wanted to go Chiefs, but the way the Bills have been playing and um, jo- Josh Allen has been uh, – I think he's had like 128 points and the other team scored 21 in the mm-hmm. last three games. Yeah. So I think their offense is on fire. I think they're starting to get back in that rhythm and he's coming out of a slump. Um, so I think with the Chiefs being at the bottom of the division, mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance that they Weird could choke. Yeah. Um, but – I have my upset with the Bills, even though I think the Chiefs are the better team. Um, and then you just have the Chiefs because they're the Chiefs. But Yeah, I mean, it's not, just, not to discredit the Bills, but it's like when I'm trying to take a bet on somebody, I really don't ever want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Cause yeah. Him and Tyreek Hill, they seem to be able to just pull anything out of anywhere. So him and Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, I think it's a – it's almost an unbeatable offense, but some teams have gotten lucky these past few weeks. But I think the Chiefs will find their, uh, their stroke again, so. I think they'll heat back up soon. Yeah, and then uh, we have Giants-Cowboys. We both have Cowboys, so we yeah. agree there. I just I, I would like to go underdog here with the Giants, but I think the Cowboys' defense, for mm-hmm. some reason, has been doing really well. And yeah. then they released Jalen Smith this week. Um, not that shocking. I mean, he hasn't been that good. Not I haven't really heard much yet. about him since his since he was younger. I think Michael Parsons is out, out playing him anyway. Yeah, um, he's not. he hasn't been a big contribution. But that – was it Diggs? What's his yeah, first Trayvon name? Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, he's been I, he, interception every game. I think he had a back to back, two interceptions yeah. the game before. So, I don't know if you guys follow PFF on uh, on Instagram, but I think Trayvon Diggs is like probably about four hit their posts like in the past seven days. So he's what? Oh, been po- they've been posting yeah, about him? Posting like four times in the past week. Yeah, just talking about Trayvon Diggs. Well, it's probably they're probably Cowboys fans. So yeah. he's talking about how he has the best grade. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> And then we have Eagles Panthers, and I think we both know the Panthers are going to win that one. Hey, Eagles. I think it'll be a close game. Well, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Panthers win. The Eagles defense is what's going to hurt them. Yeah. I, I think the offense can keep up because the the Eagles did a good job, keep, try, kind of keeping up with the Chiefs. They yeah. scored a lot of points, but the Eagles, I don't think defense is going to be able to stop. Yeah, they couldn't stop. Stop the Panthers and the way Sam Darnold and DJ Moore have been playing. It's like, yeah. if you have, if you have. Devontae Smith, I'd probably start him, even though the Panthers are ranked, like, what, top ten in, against wide receivers. So yeah. I would be comfortable starting him because the running game's not going to be there. 100%. And they just added they just added Stephon Gilmore, too. So. Well, I don't know if he's going to play. He's not really healthy, don't I don't think, either. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, not this week. Yeah. So I think if you start Devontae Smith, even though it says it's a bad matchup, him at a flex spot would be good. And he scored 19, almost 20 points last week at 100 and. 20 yards receiving yeah. or something like that. So, and that's the guy that I said start. That was one mm-hmm. of my starts guy. So, um, I think he could have another big game. Uh, I don't like the matchup, but still, I would think it's going to be a, a, a high-scoring game, and the Panthers are going to come out on top. Yeah. Um, and then we have Browns, Chargers. I think we kind of disagree there. I have yeah. the Browns, and you have the Chargers. I think the Chargers. I mean, I like the Browns. I I almost picked them, but um, I'm going Chargers here because I feel like. Uh, Justin Herbert, past two games, has gotten plus 30 points. Yep. Um, seven touchdowns total I think he's gotten. So I think he's finally getting back to what he where he was last year, where everybody drafted him to be. And I'm looking for him to capitalize on that. I know the Chargers – I mean, the Browns have a pretty tough defense. But 
I, I don't see him having like a great blow-up game, but I think he has a good enough game to beat the Chargers and, I mean, beat the Browns and have those. Yeah, at this point we're not talking fantasy, so I could see him being good enough to get them to win. Yeah. Um, but I think the way the Browns handled Kirk Cousins and how he was on fire mm-hmm. is probably why I went Browns, even though I think the Chargers have a good offense and I like Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, with, with the w- Browns defense, I kind of – and their offense with Baker kind of having that shoulder injury, I just was like, I think the defense is going to win the game. So I think I'm going to go Browns to be mm-hmm. safe. But uh, the Chargers, to me, are the upset. So yeah. I uh, I wouldn't be shocked that this is one of the games that could go up in the air yeah, for me. Yeah, um, The next game that we're talking about is the Cardinals versus 49ers. And yeah. the, I, we both don't think the 49ers have a chance. You, Especially with Trey Lance starting his first game, I feel like the Cardinals, their defense will probably eat up that. Yeah. His rookie performance. I yeah. feel like the first week. Not to say Trey Lance can have a bad season or anything like that. Um, I don't I think, think he had that good of a game passing either. He, like, I mean, he, he had a pretty – I think he had 25 points. No, he had 25 points yeah. fantasy, but I thought but I think completion like percentage. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he was efficient. It was, it was still – it was a decent game, but I feel like the 49ers probably won't be able to keep up with the Cardinals, especially what they did to the Rams last week. Like, that was disgusting. Yeah, they don't, they don't have – they don't have a run, good running back. Debo Samuel's playing. I think yeah. Brandon Ayuk is playing. George Kittle's dealing with an injury. You have yeah. your best offensive player at, almost out. So, it's like – it's a recipe it's for failure. I mean, they have a great team, and I think that they could make it go on a run in the playoffs. But um, right yeah. as of right now, week five – no, no I get what you're I'm, I'm getting Cardinals, and they destroyed the Rams last week. Yeah, 37-20. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. That was the one. The one that you got wrong. Yeah. That one you got wrong. You picked the Rams to win, but yeah. So hopefully I can get all these right this time. I think three five yeah, or three two. I keep saying three we'll out of five. A, we'll just keep a cumulative record. So I'm four and one. You're three and two. Three and two. So okay. Next week we'll check back up, and then uh, we'll see who's, who's yep. looking at the the rankings yep. then. And uh, if you guys have any um, topics you guys want to talk about, I know one of our listeners wanted to hear quarterbacks last week, and we did, and then we just can kind of continue that with wide receivers. So yeah. uh, any topics, if you guys, uh, when you watch this, have anything you guys want us to talk about for the following week um, or any questions we'll answer, um, we will, and we'll try to fit it in the show. Uh, but I think we're completed here. So I think yeah. you guys, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh, I think we might do... Uh, either running backs or tight ends. I'm not 100% yeah. sure yet, but we'll post about it on Twitter, I guess, our topics or something. Yeah, that's um, And then, um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter. Uh, I think it's uh, Blue Flag Podcast 1 uh, on Twitter. And then, um, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one.